0: Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to another T2 Hubcast. It's me, Martin Johnson. And me, Spencer Locker. Love the intro. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Uh, so, Spencer, we're back. We're back. We're about to start a series of hubcasts, uh, which I think are going to um, really help some of our customers embed what they learn in the classroom with us. Mm. But it's also if, if for people who are listening mm. to these hubcasts who haven't been through the situational leadership training with yeah. us, yeah, I think it's still going to be a value because you'll start yeah. to recognize uh, what we're going to talk about in your people mm. and you'll be able to take some action. Yeah, but, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through the series of the six types of mindset yeah. that we encounter in the workplace. Yeah, and for anybody who's been in our hubcasts, the six types of mindset we pre- we present them, we talk about mm-hmm. them, and we guide our managers on it. If you have these people in your team, mm-hmm. how do you get the best out mm-hmm. of them? Deal yeah. with them when they're in mean, the not so, you know, when they're not yeah. being productive,
1: etc. Because the, I mean, this was all rooted in in that um, discussion we had about well this is how i manage this is the way i manage well actually no there's no one way really yeah. Yeah. because if you do if you use the one way of management then you might manage somebody but you're not going to be managing everybody. So that's yeah. why we started coming up with this situational management concept. Well, situational leadership <coughs> concepts have yeah. been
0: around for a while. There's multiple yeah. variations of them. There's been there's certain uh, different methodologies that yeah. are sort of are saying you have to be the social chameleon as a leader. Yeah. And yeah. Management styles have been around for a long time. But I think what we've done at T2 is we've taken – uh, we've taken a bit, we've produced our own, but the six yeah. management styles is our IP. Yeah, we've come up with them. Uh, sorry, the six mindset types. Yeah. Uh, and what we're going to do on these series of hubcasts is we're going to start with uh, the first one today, which is the mm. Alpha Wolf. All right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then what we'll do is we'll take each one separately and record a separate hubcast. So there's a series available on the hub, but we're going to focus on one mindset type for each hubcast. Cool. And we're going to focus for this one,
1: Spence, on the Alpha Wolf. Right. So Alpha Wolf, I mean when when you when you say the word alpha wolf i, I start getting pictures in my head that can what, what what how do we identify the alpha wolf then so the alpha wolf um for the people listening the alpha
0: wolf mindset in the workplace is a dominant and directive mindset
1: yeah. they have
0: absolute conviction that their way is the best way yeah they are resistant usually to coaching and support so it's almost like you can't teach me. Mm. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I won't be told. Mm. And if you think about it, the reason we called it the alpha wolf is because it is that I am top of my game, or I know everything. I operate. I'm quite comfortable doing it my way. Mm. Leave me be. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna fly solo. Yeah. So the alpha wolf term came about. Now, what? So, so that's the description, Spence. Mm. Dominant and directive yeah. mindset. Conviction in that their way is the best way. Mm. This results in them often being resistant to coaching and support, yeah. fixed mindset. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because because they fundamentally believe that they are right or what they're doing is is correct. Right. Um, and I'll tell you something about alpha wolves. What we see in our data, it doesn't mean they're poor performers. No. Although they are a challenge for managers because mm. you can't tell them. Yeah sometimes they can be very good at their discipline or their job. Yeah. Sometimes they can be your best performer. Mm. And that presents a challenge.
1: Right. Do you, are you familiar with anybody who may <laughs> or may not have been an alpha wolf in their past? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I Spencer says this because uh,
0: I think in my career, certainly when I was younger, I was an alpha wolf. Right. I was in sales primarily. Right. I yeah. was very good at sales. Mm. And the, better I got and the more I was at the top of the scoreboard, the worse my alpha wolfishness got. Reinforcing yeah.
1: that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the daddy. This is
0: me. Look. So if a manager said to me, "Yeah, Martin, I think you should do this differently, I'd challenge it straight away because, yeah. hang on a minute, look at me. I'm top dog, right? Yeah. My, my my results yeah. speak for themselves. Why should I fill in the systems? Yeah. Why do I need to put two opportunities a week in the system? Yeah. That's a load of bullshit. Just leave me be, yeah. right, and stop getting in my way. Yeah. So my manager almost, I guess, at that time, my managers must have gone. Listen, I want him because he's the top salesperson in the yeah. team. But God, why do not you just do as he's told, yeah. or why do not you he just help me out here? Yeah, bit of a maverick, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the alpha wolf is like that. And for anybody listening, if you've if you're identifying with people in your team who may be an alpha wolf, don't don't um, mix up or mistaken the fact that it's they're poor performers. They're mm. not. They might be but they can be top performers, which actually makes them be more of an alpha wolf. Yeah. Because they've, they've you yeah. know. So, so that's how I describe the alpha wolf, a dominant mm. and directive mindset, absolute conviction that their way is the best way. Yeah. They're often resistant to
1: coaching and support as a result mm. and uh, tend to operate alone. Right. So um, we're starting to get a picture. We've got a, got a picture of this this guy, or this person rather, who um, is, is the alpha wolf. So... As you, as you sort of hinted towards, they may be your best performers. What are the pros and cons of having a, an alpha wolf? Yeah, it's a good question because it's not all bad, right? Yeah, yeah. With
0: all these types of mindset we're going to discuss in this series, it's not all bad. I mean, if you think about that profile of an alpha wolf, what we tend to see, Spencer, is that they are, they are independent. Mm. So they can operate alone. In fact, they thrive when they operate alone. Mm. So... If you want somebody or need somebody who can operate autonomously in a role without supervision, mm. in fact, they've preferred to do that. Then yeah. the alpha wolves—it's a real strength of the alpha wolf. Right, they don't need reassurance. They don't need the manager to watch over everything they're doing. Mm. You know, they're quite happy to take it on. Not happy to take an instruction, but they they're quite happy to just understand what is required of them and then get out of my way. Yeah. So if you need that, that's a real strength. Mm. If you can mm. keep an alpha wolf on side, it's real yeah. strength, right? Yeah. So so they are unconsciously competent at times and they're very strong, mm. they're very independent, mm. right? Um alpha wolves also tend to deal with pressure or they tend to come alive with pressure. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Because if you think about an alpha wolf, it's all about them being the top dog. It's all about them being the most capable or the, mm. the seen as them. So when something arises and it's their time to shine, yeah, you know, you, you can all think of those people in the organization where you go, do you know what? You're a pain in the ass, 364 days a year. But when the shit's the fan, yeah, I'd have I'd rather have nobody on my side because you come alive and you yeah. you'll fix it. Yeah. And and sometimes that's a strength of an alpha wolf. So Mm. I'd say real strengths and pros are are independent, unconsciously competent, Mm. can operate alone, without supervision. Mm. And actually, when there's a crisis or Mm. when the chips are down, they come alive. Right. Cons, weaknesses, of course. Weaknesses are their just inability to open their mind to change or Mm. a new way, Um, their resistance to any form of suggestion, coaching, of, of what they may need to do different or improvement, they sometimes deflect and become combative and defensive to even the more subtle suggestion. Right, and that that can sometimes be um, a real challenge for managers in the alpha wolf because you don't want to lose them because sometimes they are good performers, hmm. but sometimes they, you need them to understand that their actions are having repercussions on the wider environment or mm. group right. the Alpha right. Wolf doesn't care because yeah. as long as they're successful who who cares mm. right if if there's fires going elsewhere the other challenge an Alpha Wolf is getting them to follow protocol and systems and process yeah sometimes they are law above themselves it's yeah. like maybe you want the organisation to clock in and out every time they come into the workplace mm. But listen I'm going to swan in whenever I want and if mm. I forget to clock in I forget to clock in what it, are you going to do sack me what are you going to do sack me yeah yeah And and it's the same, like following processes, uh, you know, following the systems, filling in the data, Mm. whatever it might be. The holiday process, um, they have a problem sticking to the rules. Mm. In fact, they'll try to rebel against the rules.
1: Mm. It's just the nature. Is it sort of? Do do they see themselves as sort of almost indispensable?
0: Yeah, and and I think, and I think if you're successful at your job, Mm. then they do. Yeah, the alpha wolves who are still alpha wolves but they're not the so best mediocre. On the floor. Yeah. Um they can quickly they can quickly um if they re, you know meet in resistance they can they can cross into another mindset type that we're going to talk about on a different okay. podcast yeah. which is the snow white. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they can start becoming a victim mm. of everything if the performance isn't on. But if the performance is on they're quite bold alpha wolves yeah. who, who, you know. And managers, I see really good managers who, who who deal with this well, and I see other managers who struggle with it. I really do. Mm-hmm. So they're the pros and cons of it. I would say of an alpha. Okay. For
1: Wolf. So so you well, you just started talking then about um, dealing with it. How how do you deal with it? Because I'm sure there's people listening to this now who they're getting faces coming at them out in their head. Names? Yeah, I know. Somebody, Names are popping up now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I could I see this. In certain people who I've experienced in the past, maybe it's somebody they're actually working with now. Uh, it might be one of these things where you've actually got your whole workforce and you're dealing with it quite well, but there's this mm. one, this one, this one who you now identified as an alpha wolf that you struggle with. Yeah. And and you know when they're in a certain mindset, you can pick up on the atmosphere and you think it's going to be one of them days. How yeah. am I going to do, deal with yeah. it? Alpha
0: wolves are strong, so you picked up on some of their spends. They're strong, mm. so they've got the ability to. Uh, uh, to take other people into a certain uh, you know, mindset mm. around them. so Sort of
1: influence people. Yeah,
0: they can in- negatively at times, yeah, right? Yeah. So if they challenge the manager in a meeting in front of the team about something they don't believe in, mm. it, the manager can quickly lose the room. Yeah. Um, so alpha wolves are really important that we get them in the tent, that yeah. we, we understand them and we deal with them in the right way. So okay. dealing with them is really important. And you know, all the work we do on conscious motivators yeah. and psychometric testing, we know that there are certain profiles that are more that make people an alpha wolf or or, or more susceptible to being an alpha wolf. Yeah. Me, right? I'm an a I am an i am what you call an eight three, which yeah. is strong and my motivators are to be strong and self-reliant and to succeed and achieve. Yeah. So I've I've got the origins to be an alpha wolf already yeah. because I don't want to be hemmed in. I mm. want to be independent. I yeah. want to be in control. Yeah. Um you know, you've got motivated spends that are not always aligned with being an alpha wolf. No, you have got wouldn't. You've got perfect correct and right. You believe in fair and just world. But yeah. But you've also got peace and harmony. Yeah. You'd rather contribute than lead. Yeah. And actually, you're, you've got all the, the, the origins of not being an alpha wolf. Mm. So so your pre-programming and your and your unconscious state and your your lower part of the iceberg that we talk about is really important. Yeah, so if yeah. you can identify that, like if a manager can identify their teams, which is why that we do the work we do, mm, yeah. you stand a fighting chance of understanding how to deal with them. But yeah. coming to your point, I think here's the biggest mistake managers make when they're when they're working with Alpha Wolves. Yeah. Usually, some managers have strong personalities themselves. It's why they've grown into the position of leadership. So what tends to happen is managers will meet an alpha wolf head-on. They will apply a directive style of management with their alpha wolf. Hmm. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that if you meet an alpha wolf head-on and you try to be directive and outrank them, Hmm. they ain't going to lie down. No. Right. They push back. That's, they're gonna yeah, push yeah. back. Right. Because they're an alpha wolf. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna actually meet you head on. Mm. Then we have a bit of an explosive situation. Mm. And um it's the biggest mistake managers make. So what managers then do is if they have that reaction back from the alpha wolf and yeah. they're getting met head on, then they'll exacerbate their directiveness to yeah. to to say, Well, oh, I I outrank you. So yeah. you will do as you're told. Yeah. And what they're failing to understand is the Alpha Wolf won't. No. You're 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 actually risking losing their, their contribution and performance yeah. because all of a sudden you're disengaging them. So the directive style of management doesn't work with Alpha Wolves. Mm. I've tried it myself. I've had managers who I work for who try to to direct be directive with me and I yeah. met them head on. Yeah. An Alpha Wolf. It takes a different approach. Mm. It doesn't mean to say the manager can't address it. The manager should address yes, yeah. situations with an alpha certainly. Wolf. Got to do it in a different
1: way, right? So, how how would how how would you recommend? I mean, I know I, I don't know whether you want to talk about it on this podcast, yeah. Absolutely. But it's really it's really interesting story that you tell about when you were the alpha wolf and and what basically happened. Yeah, st- yeah, yeah.
0: So so I, when I think back to my early sales career, I was an alpha wolf, but I was bloody good at my job. Um, I probably worked for two or three alpha males, alpha Mm. wolves, all male, um, in a row. Uh, And although I got on with them, don't get me wrong, I could have a drink down the pub with them and I got on with them. And and I'm sure they they, they valued me as a member of the team, but I was a pain in the arse. (laughs) So whenever they tried to address it, their way with me was to dictate or try and command uh, an outcome, at which point I never went easily. Mm. Right. So we'd have these sort of fireworks at least every quarter or other trivial stuff. Yeah. Right. Of a of a protocol, and trivial stuff. But I just thought it was a waste of time and I was better off just being out there. selling. I used to say to them, what would you rather have me doing out on the road selling or or punching numbers into the system to please the, man, the, the, the mm. senior team? Right. Yeah. And so so all they knew they knew I was right. They were under the cosh to make sure these metrics were captured. Mm. Yeah. So they were sort of saying to me, Martin, come on, just play the game. But they were doing it in a directive way. Yeah. So anyway, I I changed teams eventually. We we, we had a restructure, and I got a female boss. Mm. And the female manager was amiable. She was peace and harmony. She was Mm. like you, Spencer. She was amiable, collaborative. And I thought, here we go, finally. I'm gonna have no one on my back. I can, I can, I can easily ma- I can manage upwards. Here. Yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna be the boss type <laughs> thing. And I'll never forget her. She was a great boss. And um, she allowed me to be me and she never met me head on. Hmm. So she almost reduced my combativeness hmm. instantly because she never met me head on. What she used to do is she used to let, bring me in a room, she used to let me vent off, hmm. she used to sort of let me. You know, as an alpha, she used to let me have my say yeah. and not challenge it. And she'd listen intently. And then at the end of it, what she would do really, really well is instead of telling me what I should do, mm. she would offer me an alternative. So she would make a suggestion and mm. she would say things like, and I never knew what she was doing at the time, but she'd say things like, Martin, have you considered, but what if you tried Mm. So what she was doing, this is the important point, is she was allowing me to decide what I wanted to do. Mm. She was absolutely influencing me and feeding yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I realise that now. Yeah. But at the time, it was never a dictation. It was always, have you considered or what mm. if you tried? So what then she'd do is she'd somehow make me leave the room. Hmm you know, motivated to and engaged to to go and, and fix a problem or do something yeah. and somehow made me believe it was my idea in the first place. <laughs> my wife does this at home, right? She <laughs> says, the key to you, Martin, is to make you believe it was your idea. So she was the first manager that I ever experienced where I genuinely enjoyed engaging with her and I mm. found myself going to her office more and more to offload and have yeah. these conversations and, and go out. And in return... I was less combative and she got what she needed out of me. Yeah. And for me, that's a lesson. And, and coming back to wrapping all this up in, in a point, Spencer, yeah. If you are out there listening to this and you've got Alpha Wolf's mindset in your mm. in your workplace, no matter what department you're in, finance, marketing, HR, sales, whatever it is, right? Even if you've got Alpha Wolfs who, who are on the leadership team, mm. the key to working with them is to not be directive mm. and to not overraw, overpower, um, with them. You've got to use in the main two management styles. Okay. Right. First yeah. of all, think about the story I've just told mm. you with, with my boss. She was amiable. Mm. She used an amiable management style, which allowed me to have my view. Because an alpha wolf will always want to have their view. Yeah. If you try and cut it down, it will grow bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. So she allowed she she applied the amiable management style. And that's yeah, what okay. I'd recommend people listening. Be amiable. You mm. might think the alpha wolf is completely mad and they're barking up the wrong tree, but you have to let them have their view. And it's not weakness, and this is what no. some managers think, I'm weak if I don't address this. It's being clever. It's situational leadership. So you've got to be amiable first and foremost. Mm. The second management style, once you've heard them out, because being amiable brings the alpha wolf down to your level. Yeah. The emotions you know, subside and we can now have a logical conversation hmm. then the second management style is visionary and what i mean by visionary is you have to then under, you have to master the art of suggestion and, and tell a story to the alpha wolf of why they should consider doing what you're asking yeah. them to do yeah. what's the end game what's in it for them hmm. this is the big thing alpha wolves at times can be selfish yeah. it's about my success it's about me doing what i want to do so let's paint the picture of, yes, we need you to do this for the organization and here's why, but here's what's in it for you. Hmm. Because then you're inviting the alpha wolf to visualize that and come on their own accord. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so the two best management styles to apply with an alpha wolf is amiable and visionary. Right. Yeah. Never make the mistake of being directive or autocratic or meeting the alpha wolf head on because they will just rise and before you know it, we've got chimp warfare going on in the department. <laughs> and quite often, this happens between manager and alpha wolf in front of the team. Yeah. And the manager risks losing all credibility mm. um,
1: as a leader if that starts to happen. And if that happens, well, if they lose credibility, this takes a long time for that to come if back. If it ever comes if back ever fully. Comes back, if yeah. it ever comes yeah.
0: back fully. So a lot of people say great leaders are strong. Great leaders are directive. Great leaders are, you know... Mm. Actually, the best leader I ever worked for was an, a, an, an amiable woman. Mm. And 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 that was because she had she understood the way to deal with me, to still yeah. get the best out of me. But to, I, I mean, I found myself. Do you know what else she used to do? She used to say, Martin, I need your help. Mm. And I used to go, I used to think in my mind, I know you bloody do, right? But straight away I'm going, what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're going to go into that meeting. I'm going to announce this to the rest of the team, and I know they're not going to like it. But I sort of need you to back me because they listen to you. Yeah. Now, whether I believed in it or not, I'm going. Well, she finds she finds me credible, and she just said, "The rest of the team, listen to me." Yeah. Okay, no worries, I'll back you. What yeah. is it? So she had a really uncanny way of actually elevating my status up in front of the group and getting mm. me working for her. Yeah, yeah. Giving me extra responsibilities, mm. almost making me hair you know, her uh, virtual number two. Yeah. And it's a clever thing to do, and that's what I'd advise people to consider when you're dealing yeah. with that.
1: If the good performers, you want to keep them, right? Yeah. Performance is king. And the thing is, once, once you sort of uh, unlock this closed mind, once you change their attitude to um, communication or um, coaching and mentoring yeah. or whatever – then they cease to be an elf wolf, don't they? You just made
0: a great point. So what happened after that is I started to get, uh, for the first time, a buzz around managing or or management. She gave me extra duties. She made me uh, almost like a, te- <clears throat> a team leader. Role.
1: <clears throat>
0: Sorry, frogging me throat there. <laughs> She made me like a team leader role. Within six months, Mm. I'm applying for the leadership development course. Yeah, I'm putting my hat in the ring to be the next manager. Yeah, and probably within a year, a year and a half of that, Mm. I was an area manager of my own. Right. That's the power of when you engage an alpha wolf in the right way, mm. you get them in the tent and you start elevating their status and giving them responsibility. And therefore, you transfer them from alpha wolf to a different mindset by, time, by the mm. time I was a manager, I wasn't an alpha wolf mm. anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I was managing alpha wolf, smiling to myself, thinking <laughs> that was me, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I know, because I've learned from the best, yeah. how to deal with this situation. Cool. Awesome. It doesn't happen every time. You still you're going to get some alpha wolves where you try all of what we've just said, Spence, mm. and they're still a pain in the ass. Yes, it does come down to a point that if you've done that, and you can honestly say I've tried being amiable, I've tried being visionary, I've tried giving them extra responsibility, mm. I've tried elevating their status in front of the group. If it comes to that point, that the fundamental equation is this: Can I manage their p- persona and their influence and their behaviours in the team? Mm to keep their outputs. What is the trade-off? Yeah. Is, is their performance and output worth me going through this and managing it? Yeah. And as long as I can manage it and they're not spreading poison or negativity in the yeah. department, then it's your job as a leader to manage that situation. Mm. That's the ultimate equation. If I believe that their performance is not worth the poison, the hassle, the negativity, yeah. then they're the tough decisions managers have to make with the backing of the business and HR. Mm. Definitely, you have to, yeah. because that's when, it, if it starts to spread mm. into the wider environment from a negative perspective, it's just not worth carrying the overall impact on the no. department. Toxic influence, isn't it? I um, once, you know, a few years down the line, and it's sort of the last point on this. After, mm. after my journey of being an alpha wolf and yeah. and and being under a great mentor and coach and coming out the other end, I once found myself with one in my team two years later, and I tried everything that I've just said. And and it didn't work. And and this lady in particular was poisonous. And it was to the point where it was trying to recruit other people in the team mm. into why the company was rubbish, why we were underpaid, why we didn't have the right equipment. And it was just, it was just really starting to mm. unsettle the team. I mean, the team right. were coming to me saying, "This is a problem, right? They, they didn't enjoy it." Mm. Problem was, this lady was actually bringing in the numbers and mm. um, and doing well. Um, and I just had to make the decision after a period of time that I, we need to make this change. Mm. And um, I went to HR, I went to the business, we got the backing, and, and we made the tough call. You know, and we and we for 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 behavioural reasons, we exited her from the business. Now it took me twelve months, eighteen months to re backfill mm. the hair level of performance. A whole yeah. year and a half capability gap, and some short term pain. But guess mm. what? The rest of the team lifted instantly yeah they lifted yeah. instantly and the overall value was mm. well worth it it's a tough thing to do and many industries many managers avoid it and they move the problem and then we just end up with the problem elsewhere in another department same problem different place that's what yeah. happens if people can't manage alpha wolves they move the problem cool you know so so yeah that's that's how i would uh, that's
1: how i would deal with it or i would at least try to to get the best out of that situation. Okay, so uh, what we're looking at then, just to just to wrap things up, then, is your alpha wolf is a strong personality, um, possibly a little bit disillusioned. Um, Could be. But, they, but they're looking at they they believe it's their way is the right way. Yep. They believe Sh- strong that and dominant. Strong and dominant. Yep. Um, working alone, like to work alone. Absolutely. And, and right, so we're looking at those uh, pros and cons. They're giving. They're bringing the money. You are in the numbers, maybe, yeah, or they're,
0: or <clears throat> you know, we use the sales analogy. They're good at their job, they're, yeah. Whether it's in finance, marketing, operations, whatever it is, they're good yeah. at their job, yeah. They can execute. However, the the cons are, cons are that the the alpha wolf is combative, resistance yeah. to change, uh, resistance to coaching can be outspoken, yeah. doesn't follow the rules. Yeah. does not want to fill in the systems. <laughs> you know, they they they're above the law if oh, that makes sense yes, yeah, any yeah. sense. and the more you try to oppress that, the more they will resist that. yeah.
1: so the two points two two styles that we were talk we talked we mentioned about um how we deal with that. yeah, so the two management styles that best uh, stand the best
0: chance yeah of 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 bringing the best out of an alpha wolf are amiable. let mm. them have their say yeah and visionary. Sell them the story as mm-hmm. to why they should come on this journey yeah. or why they should cooperate. What's in it for them? Cool. Why why are the company trying to do yeah. it? And then offer them a suggestion of coming along mm. and and allow them to come across on their own accord. Yeah. And and that's gonna that's gonna have, you know, that's gonna allow you to have more success than trying to meet them head on and be directive and just telling them to do it because I said. Yeah. He excellent, never excellent. Thank you very much for that, Martin. Awesome, well, really appreciate that. I think that's uh, that's the Alpha Wolf. Yeah, we're going to be back uh, in the series with another hubcast. Uh, we've got five more to go. <laughs> um, so we'll uh, watch out for the next one. I think next we will do the Snow White. Oh, right, okay, the, okay. the Snow White mindset. It's different Brilliant. to the Alpha Wolf, but as challenging <laughs> sometimes. Excellent, cheers, Martin. Thank you, cheers, Spence. And we'll be back shortly with another T2 Hubcast.